Nexus Sales, I'm Coco. And this is the Nexus Podcast. My dad is a host and he's Dr. Daniel Kimberly. And I love him so much. Enjoy this episode. It'll change your life. What is up, all my Nexus family? It is your host, Dr. Daniel Kimberly, and you are tuned into another episode of the Nexus Podcast. And on this week's episode of the podcast, I want to share a story with you. I want to talk about a massive mistake that I made in parenting and role modeling for my daughter that I thought would be valuable to share with you. One, so I could throw myself under the bus and show you that I'm actually human. Um, and number two, hopefully you learn a lesson from what I share with you so that you can carry it into your life and make your life better, which is what this podcast is ultimately all about, is allowing you to upgrade yourself, to become a better version of yourself, to become the highest version of yourself so that you can impact your family, so that you can impact your kids, so that you can impact your clients or employees or whoever it is that you work with and just generally make the world a happier place because the reality is is that it starts with each of us. And so here's what went down this week inside of my life. So this weekend, my daughter, my wife, and I were on a family walk and it was a little bit cloudy and overcast. It was a little bit cold, but we decided, you know what? We got to get outside. We got to take advantage of um, this little bit of break and rain that we've had so that we could get outside and actually get some movement. And so as we get some movement and we're outside and we're moving around and we're doing our thing, we come up on this intersection and there's, and when I say intersection, it's like a four-way stop that has very little to no traffic on it, like ever, except for when school's in session because there's a school right on that corner. And so we get to this corner and um, we see this dog and there's a guy sitting on the sidewalk and there's this dog kind of running around him and we we're seeing the dog and the dog doesn't have a leash and it usually annoys Heather and I pretty badly when there's not when there's a dog and the owner doesn't have it on a leash conversation for a different episode um but anyway, so this dog actually comes across the street over to us and it's kind of circling around Coco and Coco gets a little bit nervous because she's been jumped on by dogs before and been scratched and it like she likes dogs, but she has a healthy fear of them at the same time. And there's all these things. So like and my initial reaction is I'm kind of getting annoyed and Heather looks back at the dude and she's like, hey, is this your dog? And the guy just shakes his head. No. So we're like, all right, that's interesting. So as the dog's kind of hanging around and like peeing on the bushes by us as we're continuing our walk up the street, um, Heather goes up to check the dog to see if it has a leash or a collar or tags or anything. And lo and behold, it doesn't have any of those things. Um, and this is like a well-groomed long-haired chihuahua, right? And so Heather and I are like, oh man, this dog. Well, as we continue walking, it starts to follow us. And as it starts to follow us, Coco starts asking the question. She's like, daddy, does that dog not have a home? Mommy, like, what's that dog going to do for food? Is that maybe it found its home? And and like every house that we hit along the way, um, Coco's like, oh, maybe that's its home. And then she's like, nope, that's not its home. So now this dog is like following us hardcore. And as the dog starts following us, Heather can, or not Heather, but Coco continues to ask questions. She continues to bring up like, oh, that poor dog, it's going to be really cold tonight. And like that dog's not going to have a home and what's it going to do? And she brings up all these things and they're all such valid points. Meanwhile, throw myself under the bus time in my head, I'm thinking like, we can't take this dog home. And I see where this is going. And in my head, judge me all you want. But in my head, I'm literally telling myself, like, we can't take this dog home. There's no way we're not equipped. We don't have a bowl. We don't have food. We don't have a leash. We don't have anything to take care of this dog. And so, um, I had already decided in my head that like, absolutely not. I'm going to put my foot down if I need to. We're not going to take this dog. And as we keep walking, Coco's still saying like, oh, that poor dog, maybe we should take it home. Maybe we should help it out. And full disclosure, if it were just Heather and I, I would have chosen in that moment to not bring the dog home. Um, I would have left the dog. But as we continue to walk, what we notice is we're getting closer to a busy intersection. And it's a four-way stop again, but it's a busy intersection. Now there's a car coming down the road 
And this car literally has to stop um, for this dog and it can't get through on the road. And then a car starts coming the other direction and that car can't get through because this dog's like literally sitting in the middle of the road. Heather's trying to scoop up the dog. I'm trying to hold Coco's hand to keep Coco out of the street because she wants to help protect and save the dog. One of the women's in her car like yelling out the window and there's just all this chaos and all this madness. Finally, luckily, Heather gets a dog and she grabs it, she scoops it up and she starts holding it. And she's like, babe, we can't leave this dog. And in my head... Um, my frustration sets in and I didn't say anything. My frustration sets in and I'm thinking like, we can't, we're not equipped to handle this dog. I don't want a dog in our house. Um, and not that we don't like animals. It's just Heather and I are animal people. We don't want to own animals of our own. So Heather decides on her own. Thank God I have her to keep me in check at times. Um, so we get back to our house with this dog and put the dog outside. And I had this moment of realization where I realized that one of Heather and I's core values, one of the things that we live by, one of the things that we operate by, one of the things that we care about is excellence. We also care about value creation. So value creation, meaning we leave every person, every place and everything better than what we found it. Yet here I was in my head, complete ego saying, I don't want to take care of this dog. It's going to be too hard. We're not equipped. We don't have the resources, et cetera. I tell myself all these stories. And I realize I wake up in the moment. I realize I have this realization and I'm like, oh my gosh, if Heather weren't there, Coco would have seen me as a person who just let that dog potentially get hit by a car, not save it, not help it. And what message would that have sent to her about how we help those in need? Now, thankfully, my wife was there. Thankfully, I did not voice any of these concerns to anyone other than myself. And then I'm sitting on the couch and I'm talking to Coco and we're reading a book and I have this realization that I am an awful father. I am an awful role model. And it was in that moment that I realized this is that it is important for all of us. I don't care who you are to have core values, things that you operate by, things that you live by, things that you remind yourself of continually on a daily basis. Because the reality is, is that Heather and I have set core values, but I have not had to keep myself in check with those in a long time. There are many things that I do in my life where I live by excellence. There are many things that I do in my life on a day-to-day basis that allow for value creation. One of the most simplest ones being just picking up trash whenever I see it on the street or at the beach or wherever we are, because I want to leave every place better than what I found it. One of the other things, just being polite to people, saying please and thank you and trying to tell people to hope they hope they have a good day and just giving them more joy than I hope that they would get from anybody else throughout the course of a day. But in this moment, in this moment, I still slid back into my ego of like, that dog's going to be too much of a hassle to take care of. It's not my problem. I don't want a dog in my house. All these things. Now, the reason I share this with you is because core values can be provided. They can work as a compass inside of your life if you let them be. On the other hand, if you don't have core values, then you show up like I did. And then you wonder years down the road why your kid doesn't want to help anybody and why your kid doesn't want to help out around the house and why they don't have any manners and why they don't do anything good for other people. And I'm going to ask you to look in the mirror. Like, how are you showing up inside of your life for the people that you care about? Are you a good role model to them? Because I can tell you that in that moment, I was not. And there are a lot of times that I are. But in that moment, in that moment, I did not show up in my head as the person who I tell people that I am. And the reason I'm sharing with this, this with you is because it's never-ending journey. It's a never-ending journey 
to allow the full expression of yourself, to allow the highest version level of yourself to express and to show people. And it takes constant effort. It takes consistent effort. It takes refining effort. And the reality is, is like there are those times when it's hard. There are those times when we want to give up. There are going to be the times when you say, you know what? I know I said this thing, but I don't want to do it. And that I had this moment for myself and it was literally pure ego. It was literally out of my convenience. It was literally out of my mindset. And fortunately for me, I had a wife who allowed me to think and choose otherwise. And I bit my tongue in that moment. So kudos to Heather because she's amazing. And literally like we wouldn't be sitting here. I would be sitting here feeling like crap about myself uh, even more so if I had modeled that for my daughter in the way that I wanted to inside of my head. Now, the other interesting thing that this brings up is not just a conversation about core values, it's not just about being the person that you said you would be, but it also brings up this conversation and this idea of who do you have in your life who will uplift you to bring you to the next level? Who do you have in your life who will allow you to stick with your core values even when it gets hard and even when it gets tough. I could have made a million excuses to Heather as to why we couldn't have brought that dog home. And every single one of them would not have been good enough because she was committed to following through on our core values of value creation and living in excellence and being people who are congruent and say that they are people of their word. And I faltered. And luckily for me, I had people around me to help lift me up. So my question for you is this, is like, who do you have in your life? Who do you have in your life specifically who can elevate you, who can help elevate you, who can hold you accountable so that when you start to fall, they pull you back up? Now, there's a trick in this too, is that you can't be the person who's always falling because at some point, if you're constantly trying to be pulled up by the next person, at some point, they're gonna get tired of trying to drag you along and they're just gonna cut you loose. So you have to become a different version of yourself. You have to become a higher version of yourself. And I think ultimately, that's what this podcast is all about. This is why I'm a chiropractor is because we allow people to express the highest level versions of themselves. And I just wanna see that for every single person that I interact with, including myself. And I shared this episode with you this week specifically to tell you that even when you have all the systems in place, even when you've seemingly done it all right, even when you seemingly have it all figured out, there are still times when you are going to be tested. There are still times when you're probably going to quote unquote fail. However, I don't look at this as a failure. I look at it as the best learning lesson I could have possibly had because now I know I will never forget the feeling of what it felt like to potentially let my daughter down as a result of the decision I was going to make if my wife weren't there. And she may not have been let down explicitly, but she would have seen how her dad operated. She would have seen how her dad showed up for someone or something in a time of need. And she would have seen her dad not express value creation, which is one of our core values as a family. So my friends, couple questions for you is one, do you have core values inside of your life? And if you do, that's great. Do you have them so that they're actionable? And who are the people that you're surrounding yourself with? With If you're surrounding yourself with people who are constantly gonna hold you accountable to do what you said you were gonna do, you're in a really, really good place. And if you're not, how can you start to switch that? And if you need help with those things, I would love for you to reach out and ask me. My friends, that's all I have for you on this episode of the podcast. I love and appreciate every single one of you. If you got some value out of this, if you could do me one of two things, one leave a rating, two leave a review, it's how we get in the hands of more people. And we will come at you again, as always, next week. I love you. I appreciate you. Peace. Thank you for listening to The Nexus Podcast with your host, Dr. Daniel Kimbley. 
If you're interested in receiving more information about optimizing your brain and nervous system, check out our website at www.nexusfamilychiropractic.com.